Hello, I am Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wunter, and thank you for listening. We are really in a time of lessons, and what the angels and our teachers, the wisdom keepers of the universe, really mean with that is that the lessons are all about trust, our faith, our personal ability to hold peace and kindness in our hearts where it feels like there's just a lot of tumultuous and trauma around us. It's really a time where we feel that our arsenal of tools are being put to a test to keep us free from stress and overwhelm. But it's also a time where some of us feel inadequate with those tools or we have forgotten that those tools have even been created or that they even exist. And when I talk about the tools, it's not just this lifetime. We have had lifetimes where we've learned techniques of survival. We've learned techniques to thrive. We've learned these techniques in order to create the tools to help us further our soul. But when we get stressed and we panic, we oftentimes we want to hide, fight, or flee. But more importantly, when we get panicked or stressed, we forget we have these tools. This is playing out right now around us in the globe. We have a lot of planetary influences all the way through 2021. It is and it can be a challenging year for many. And I'm going to talk about that as to um, why it might feel more challenging and what we can do to, to help us through this next year. But Saturn is really going to be in play all of 2021. And Saturn is the great teacher. Saturn demands simplicity, realism, truth. Saturn tests, and it usually is not testing us for the fun of it, but it's testing us as a way to show us either to move away from something or to move towards something. And Saturn is fired up now. Saturn really is here. And I want to just take you back a little bit because looking hindsight is helpful. So I want to take you back to late 2009 through probably late 2012. And Saturn was interacting with Libra at that time. And so that time of our lives, it was about our one-to-one committed relationships. And all of those relationships were up for inspection. We took a more serious, critical look at those relationships and looked for the imbalances that maybe existed. Those imbalances were more difficult to tolerate at that time. And so many of our decisions were based on that inspection and our belief and our truth about those committed relationships that we were in. And then Saturn was in Scorpio from late 2012 to late 2014. And that's where we really dug more deeply into the dynamics of our relationships, not just the romantic relationships, but all relationships, our working relationships, our children, our friends, and certainly the the romantic or those closest relationships to us. We really started to assess and dig in and understand the dynamics. And then 
Saturn was in Sagittarius from 2015 to 2017. And that's the time we started to really take a look at and control our excesses. And that's where we began to maybe do some decluttering, downsizing, right-sizing, getting rid of the things that just didn't make sense in our life. Many of you maybe have gone through a time where you stripped away like the material things that just didn't make sense. We began to see a change away from spending habits to be less about material things and more about the experience. This was also a time that our spiritual or our quest for faith or our quest for spiritual understanding began to open up a little bit. We really were starting to want to understand our belief systems. And then in 2017 to 2020, we really began to turn a more focused, or I would say a critical eye towards the major structures. And we had Pluto influences there too in 2020, death and rebirth, about governments, institutions, our careers, those big things like education, religion, medical, finance, the institutions that were kind of, I call them kind of big box things. But it also was about our sense of responsibility and the role that we play in those areas. We began to feel and take a look at maybe where our work was rewarded and where our work wasn't rewarded. And so if you were in a career that you felt you were really working hard, but you weren't rewarded for that, you were willing to make some changes. Same would be if you were in a relationship where you felt it was too much work for the rewards, you were willing to make changes in that. We began to have more of an eye inward to ourselves. And again, 2020, well, between 2017 and 2020, we did a lot of ancestral and inner child and our own DNA healing at that time. And that turned that focus on us to let go of some of those things of the past so we could open up and we can allow and prepare for what the new is. Well, now in 2021, we have Saturn moving into Aquarius and Saturn is there. And now is a time for turning that critical eye or that focus on our dreams, our goals, our hopes. These are the things that we cleared the space for from 2017 to 2020. We were clearing the space, but some of you may not may not have known what you were actually clearing the space for. You just knew you needed to declutter and get rid of and look at where you were putting your energy. But the energy that we're in right now is creative. It's about our dreams and our goals. It is also about our contributions to those dreams and the goals. So it's how much energy are you putting into some of those future goals? If you're wanting something, but you're not putting any energy into it, it's not going to grow. There's not going to be a return on it. We're also in this time of we're assessing and we're really turning that critical eye on social structures and social lives and friendships and community involvement. So not only are we working still on those internal things and really coming to truth about what we want internally, but now we're looking externally to see where are the social structures that are going to support these dreams, these hopes for me, where are the imbalances, and we're starting to move or we're starting to focus energy in that uncomfortableness area. What I find most fascinating about Saturn and Saturn being the great teacher and demanding for simplicity and realism and truth is as humans, we try to control ourselves. We try to control the situation. We try to control our happiness. We try to control, you know, what we presume is our abundance. We try to control 
just everything in our life. And that can be incredibly frustrating when what we try to control or what we try to focus our energy on doesn't turn out exactly as we want it to be. But with Saturn, it's also a time that we get to start recognizing that we're really responsible for ourselves. We impact and we improve the community or the collective based on our actions. It's all internal. So the greatest teaching moment is that we can't control others or we can't control those outer experiences. The greatest control that we have is being able to control ourselves. And once we understand that we can control our energy, then we can contribute and we can have an impact and we can improve the community or the collective. So in 2021, we have this great force of Saturn and it's here and it's going to continue to teach. And some of us are lifelong learners and we like to learn. And some of us, we are okay learning in only certain subjects and we like to shut down in certain other subjects. Well, this year for 2021, I think Saturn is going to teach us those areas we've been avoiding, the things that we've been trying to shut down. It might be a subject or a topic or an area that you really would prefer not to learn about, but the universe is saying it's time because we also have the interactions with Uranus and Uranus is the great awakener. Uranus is about the expanding or expansion or is also known as the expander planet. It also has a very different rotation where other planets have a very smooth rotation around and Uranus doesn't. It's more wobbly. And so the energy of that planet is more sudden or unexpected events. It's things that are were not planned or aren't planned or you didn't see coming. That is the energy on top of <laughs> Saturn, the great teacher. And then thirdly, we have Jupiter. So I love Jupiter because Jupiter just amplifies everything. It elevates things. It can mean abundance. It's typically the happy planet because it brings benefits to things, but it is going to elevate things. And so I think it's really important that given these three are interacting, we look at our own practices to make the most of this energy. I would say the truth about 2020 and 2021 and even going forward is that everything that you thought unchangeable is changing. Everything that you thought was rock solid is changing. And we're hearing that it's radical change, or we're learning radical acceptance. We're learning radical surrendering. It's really a time of out with the old. That's really what 2020 was about. And those years leading up to it is really out with the old and preparing for in with the new. Now, anytime we resist, I say resisting is really a recipe for misery because it doesn't have to be so difficult. Change doesn't have to be difficult. It truly doesn't. The universe is kind. The universe is abundant. The universe is supporting. But when we get into those situations that are uncomfortable, and I'm just, I'm not saying they seem uncomfortable. They actually are uncomfortable. This is an opportunity for you to stop and ask the question as to what is it about this situation that is so uncomfortable and how do I get out of that? Going into 2020, I started talking a lot about Hilarion, the Ascended Master. He's the Chohan of the fifth ray, which is the ray of truth and science. He's a healing master and the fifth ray is a green ray of light, color, codes, and it really consists of health and truth. And what 
Hilarion, he also instructs us on or teaches us on the relationship between science and spirituality, both of which are aspects of the green ray of truth. And those of you that have an interest or knowledge about the time of Atlantis, Hilarion was a high priest of the Temple of Truth, and he transported the flame of truth together with artifacts of that Temple of Truth to Greece. And because Hilarion is that teacher and instructs us on the balance between science and religion or science and spirituality, he sponsors teachers of truth, those servants or those willing to serve, whether it's spiritual, religious leaders, missionaries, as well as those practicing the healing arts. And of course, the scientists and the engineers in all the fields like math and science, but also all the way to the spectrum of musicians and those that specialize in computer technology or space technology, those that work in the forms of media, communications, those types of tools. And if you look at where we've been in the last few years, he really has brought that fifth ray in and is teaching and is showing. And we're in a great time of transformation and change. That on top of the age of Aquarius, which is all about technology, just makes me really excited about the data and the information that's coming. We're on the threshold of some major breakthroughs in the area of where science and spirituality meet, where healing kind of, I want to say, Eastern and Western worlds meet with the spirituality world or the other dimensions. Because we've talked about Eastern and Western medicine, but there's a third level. And and I think that's what we're going to be seeing in the next five to seven years of the alternative dimensional energies that are neither East nor West, they're new. And the Ascended Master Hilarion will, along with his teachers, be providing that information to many that are here on earth that are just waiting. Now, I still feel that Hilarion is really participating in 2021. And by the way, there's seven rays and Hilarion is really bringing in the strength of the fifth ray. But at the beginning of 2021, I began to notice Lady Master Nada, and she is the, the Choan of the sixth ray. And that sixth ray is all about service. It's about administration or the ministration and service and peace. And she is very much involved with the initiation and sponsorship of our inner flames. And she's ushering in the Aquarian age. But part of ushering in that Aquarian age is she also is working with Hilarion to usher out the old those old, I don't want to say spiritual or religious beliefs that just don't serve us. They provide more of an anchoring and holding us back than they are to help us evolve. And I do believe that in 2021, we will see more of the sixth ray, which is a purpley gold ray of peace and service and divine love and Boy, I'll tell you right now, we could use some of that divine love with maybe what's happening around the globe with the pandemic, the political unrest, just where we are as a globe. I'm not just talking about the United States, but I'm talking about where we are as a globe. And Nada, she is a, a master that teaches the unfolding of the heart and teaches us how to be more sensitive to the heart. And so she's more involved in the initiation and the sponsorship of our evolution of the heart area. 
And I feel like her presence is becoming so prevalent in 2021 is because we've forgotten. We've closed down a lot of our heart energy on collective. And if you're feeling that heart and the pressure in the lung and the heart is this need to open up in that area. I always marvel with this pandemic is it attacks our organs. It attacks our lungs, which is life. But that's so close to the heart and the heart chakra. And I feel like we are in this time that we do need much more of the ray of love and the ray of peace and kindness. And that's why I believe her presence is here to work hand in hand with truth and trust and the science that Hilarion brings. In a time that we're searching for the truth and we're searching for a source that we can trust, it can become overwhelming. And I think that's the space that Lady Master Nada comes in to provide that space of love. And as I'm talking, she's asking, are you remaining lit up? And what she means by that is we have this inner light that we shine, but are you remaining lit up? Or are you giving in to the darkness that you might be feeling around you? Are you buckling under the heaviness of that energy? Or are you still staying true to your own divine light? And if you are looking for some of those tools or the the tools that you feel are inadequate, that's where you can call in for Lady Master Nada to help bring that ray of peace and love and shine that ray of light directly into your heart, directly into your lungs, as well as Hilarion to bring the fifth ray of truth and science to you. Keep in mind, our souls will do anything to continue the evolution of light. That is why you are here now. That's why you incarnated in this lifetime. That's why you're listening to this podcast right now, is your soul will do anything to continue the evolution and the use of light. And so you're being called right now more so than you probably have ever been called in the past. You are feeling maybe defeated or broken because you've been fighting so hard to carry this flame. You're being called to step into the light and to shine your light and to turn it up. And it's that uncomfortableness. You don't like where you are, so you're working hard to move into something different. And that's what many of us are feeling right now. For many, pain is required to get us to move away from something or towards something. But suffering and how we look at that pain is optional. There are tools that we can activate on that. So yes, our souls will do anything to continue to evolve, but our souls also have the roadmap. And it's often quieting the human mind, quieting the physical presence, and just to be able to tap in and to listen to the pathway of the soul. And keep in mind that you are the universe expressing itself. It's impossible to be separate from it. So it's impossible to be separate from your divine source or from your roadmap. We are written in the stars. And from a science standpoint, we are 90% of the same elements that make up the universe. Mass is made up of stardust, 90% stardust. That's what we're made up of. We have all the same elements except hydrogen and helium. It's impossible to be separate from the universe. But sometimes I wonder if why we get tired or we get overwhelmed is that we've become exhausted of trying not to be, trying to be something that we're not, or trying to prevent something, or trying to make something happen that is outside the natural flow of the mass or outside the natural flow of the universe. It's that exhaustion of trying not to be, when to just allow. That's why I feel like we're in this classic 
time of radical surrender. And I love the statement, how do you know what you don't know? Makes you stop and kind of think about how little you actually know and how much is actually available to you. And the reality of how little we use of our brain space and how tiny we are in the spans of the universe. But again, you are the universe expressing yourself. So just by allowing and allowing the planets to help you and the energy to help you, you will automatically expand in the areas or the spaces that you need. But I want to introduce a few other contemplating questions. When you know what you don't want to know, what happens? When you suddenly experience that those aha moments, because that's what Hilarion is showing us and that's what the universe is showing us, is this ray of truth and the ray of new science. When you know what you don't want to know. What do you do? Are you willing to hear the information you don't want to hear? Are you willing to see what has always been there and you fought so hard to not see it? Right now, I'm, I'll am i be honest, I'm tired of seeing the arguments between our belief systems. Some days I struggle because I honestly can't believe people can't see what I see. Why can't they just see the awfulness in the world? How can they possibly say there's anything good about that? We are experiencing the greatest divide in our belief systems, and we will all have to learn to be in this new discovery of those beliefs. This, the polar opposites, the split in our energy fields. But what do you do when you learn something or see something you wish you hadn't seen? Because now you know it. And the universe will not allow you to unsee or unlearn something you've just seen. No matter how much you try, once you see it or once you know it, you can't unlearn it. Well, that's what we're in right now. We're seeing what we've not wanted to see. We're seeing what has always been there. It's bringing to the surface those things that we've maybe subtly knew about or we thought we knew about, but we just didn't want to look at it. Well, now we're getting to look at it. It's glaring in front of us. And the call to action that the universe is asking us is now we get to do something about it. In my world, I believe in science. I have a technology background in information technology, years in corporate America, years in structure. But I also believe in fairies and angels and that our loved ones speak to us from other dimensions. I believe in astral beings and I believe in other dimensions and I believe in multiverses, multi-universes. But I don't believe in the conspiracy theory. And what I'm struggling most with is how our judgments and our belief systems become so very threatening to us. There simply are those belief systems that we're more willing to fight for than others, that we've become so judgmental that we can't allow others to have belief systems or those belief systems have turned violent. That's what I think we're all struggling with. And the other day, a term came to me like, are we experiencing more fallen angels here on earth at this time? That term of someone stepping off path? Not sure, but it's come into my thought. I do know that we are being shown things that we haven't wanted to look at in the past, and we're being pushed to take action on those things. I do know that we cannot be in a place of non-action. I do know that pain is required for some of us to get moving, but the suffering still is optional. And I do know that we'll continue to see what we maybe don't want to see in an order for us to make some decisions about our 
own belief systems on what we act upon and how we act upon those things. It is a tumultuous time. I'll be honest with you. The end of January is not kind in the world of the planets, in the world of our energy fields. In fact, some astrologers are calling it very combustible, almost like a volcano-like energy. And I don't want to spend too much time there because there will be those conflicts. But how do we use the energy to our advantage to be in this creative time that I spoke about earlier? This is a time, Saturn and Aquarius, this is a time for turning a critical eye, a focused eye to our dreams, our goals, our hopes, our contributions. And that contribution can be turning a focused contribution to heart, to love, to kindness. It's turning an eye to a social structure. And how does that mean for if I'm going to pursue these dreams and these hopes and these beliefs for myself or for my children or for my children's children, what are the social structures that are needed? What are the social beings, the social lives, the friendships, the community? Where's my, where's my involvement in those areas? And we can accomplish more with peace and love. Fighting is of the old, and I think that's part of the energy that has to go away and has to leave. And that's the thing that's being held onto or, or that, that belief system that that's the only way we get things done. And the time of the Aquarius age is more about using love and humanitarianism and heart. That's how we'll get things done. And I think that's what Lady Master Nada and carrying that sixth ray of service, the purple and golden ray of peace and service is bringing into us. This is Lori Wandra. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wandra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.